morning everyone welcome to the diaries of anxious black mom uh, we're mid-november um, getting closer to the holidays uh, right now um, a lot of stuff happening kind of in the world i feel like there's not a whole lot happening in my personal life i guess that that I, I wanted to share, but um, in terms of what's happening around the world, there is a you know arms conflict happening in Ethiopia, which is where I'm from, and and that's the community that I, you know my personal community or one of the communities that I belong to, and um, yeah, it's really hard to make sense of what's going on because one, there is a lot of history. Uh, background history uh, that you know that you are you can probably look up on BBC or you know some other credible source of information um, but yeah there's a lot of history and I think one of the biggest thing I'm finding is like you know the the sort of like uh, disagreement about what is Ethiopian's history uh, a lot of the time when I grew up I can at least tell you that I like we really were not taught much about Ethiopian history growing up and uh, in the schools I went to, I attended public schools and um, I don't really know why, whether that was sort of like because of the, the government, or the regime that we had at that time or not, I don't know, but it just like wasn't really taught much. So I didn't really, really know much about Ethiopia's history except that, you know, we defeated the, Italy and we were one of the only or one of the two countries in Africa that were never really officially colonized by, a, you know, um, Europe or European countries or whatever. So it's really been kind of an emotional roller coaster since I've been in the the U.S. and experiencing or hearing for the first time a lot of the the conflicted, sometimes very violent history that Ethiopia has. Um, a lot of the time, folks um, putting violence towards each other and creating lines and. Um, divisions based on religion or ethnicity language and area uh you know and so there's a lot of uh ethnic uh conflict or ethnic distrust uh ethnic violence that has taken place over you know decades and decades um and uh and so because of that there is a lot of animosity i think with folks towards each other and i and i I don't want to downplay kind of the, the, you know, also on the other side, there's also a lot of like history of working together and kind of imagining ourselves as one people, even though we have different, you know, we have like over 80 languages. So we're still one people under that and all of that kind of stuff. And, but at the same time, also having this division that politicians have really exploited the difference in our ethnicity and language and I remember this one time I was in grad school um, and we were like I was in a statistics class or evaluation class I can't quite remember but one of those like data analysis courses and this professor I can't remember his name but he was teaching us data analysis and one of the things that you know I guess he he does a lot of work I think in um, uh, Africa or like I don't know where exactly but 
maybe multiple countries in Africa. Um, and one of the things he said is he was showing us a data set and he said, you know, the more ethnicities that a country has, the more likely that the country would engage in civil war. And I still remember kind of being traumatized by that as he was saying that. And, you know, to him, he was just kind of, it wasn't like a big deal. He was just kind of like mentioning it as if, you know, it's just like saying like apples are red sometimes and there's blue, blue apples. I don't know. I'm just like making things up. But you hear, you hear what I'm trying to say. But like he kind of said it in a nonchalant way. And, it, and I was just like, oh my God. I was like, that's us. That's my country. You know, I just remember having this internal conversation with myself like oh shit like that one that explains some of the history that I know about Ethiopia but then another I'm like oh god what what a dreadful thing you know like to have and I don't know I mean I think sometimes I feel I feel really sad about things like you know these days I feel like I'm googling things like how bad is the violence in Ethiopia today or like what's the latest report on the violence that folks are inflicting on each other and it's it's really difficult and and the reason why I'm not being specific is because I don't know enough to really make judgments about one particular group over another I just know that our people as any people are uh, want to get along want to work together like that's what they want and yet this is where we are in a place where we are attacking each other because of religious uh, beliefs and folks who've lived right next to each other for decades and uh, are being attacked um, by their neighbors because of their ethnicity or uh, their religious beliefs and it's it's just a mess it's a mess and I don't know I guess as you when you grow up and and I grew up you know in my own identity my ethnicity although I didn't like I grew up with very much like parents saying to me like we are Ethiopians you know that's who we are we're not this ethnicity or that ethnicity but at the same time obviously ethnicity is really important in Ethiopia uh, because each of these ethnicities have very distinct languages and cultures and all of that although like when you step back there's so much similarities but you know but but there is a lot of pride in kind of your own particular food and language and history things like that um and so even though i grew up in that kind of household i was definitely aware that there is like fraction and differences like i know for example you know like my family history is that my father is from one ethnicity called Gurage, which is a very small minority uh, well it's not a very very small but it's a relatively small uh, ethnic group in comparison to Amara which is where my mom is um, and that group is generally it's, it's one of the biggest ethnic groups I don't know if it's the biggest I don't think it is I think what I've learned later on in my life is that I think the Oromo ethnicity is is the the largest but again in Ethiopia it's like simple information is something that people can't agree on like is Oromo is Oromo the largest population or is it Amara like you know it sometimes it's like it depends on who you're asking it's like and it's really frustrating not to have a trustable source of information but either way like Oromo Amara are some of the bigger organ uh, ethnicities 
so is uh, Ray, um and Guragi is one of the smaller ones. Anywho, but even in my even in my mom's side, although she's Amara, but like she also has like Guragi and other ethnicities mixed in, and that's like our entire family has a lot of ethnicities mixed in together. Uh, but I would say that we generally, you know, uh, have spoken. You know, my dad speaks like multiple languages. But the other thing too is that I grew up in the capital city, which is very diverse. You know, and so my experience of Ethiopia is very specific in that I am from a neighborhood that had Romo folks there and Tigray people and Guragues. Like everybody was in the same. But that doesn't mean there wasn't a distinction or a difference. Um, in, in understanding, for example, growing up, I remember that, not that I made much sense of it when I was young, but now, reflecting back on it, I do think that there were more Amhara folks, or at least Amharic speaking, because sometimes people spoke Amharic because it was the national language, but that didn't mean that was their ethnicity, uh, or like the original in, in ethnicity. So I remember growing up and knowing that like a lot of the folks that were uh, in the government or... Um, or like were kind of educated tended to have a certain ethnicity over others so discrimination of different ethnicities is definitely a reality that was taking place um so yeah but it's just it's really uh tricky because yes i had grown up with so much with like learning that like ethiopia is one and we love each other even though we have different cultures like it's, it, like I remember distinctly like one of the things that I remember being really proud of growing up was how well like Muslim communities and Christian communities got along um, like nationally based on what I heard but also in my own neighborhood so my parents my uh, grandma who I was raised by she lived right across the street from a mosque and that's where I grew up like that's the area I was born in and then grew up in and I grew up right in front of a mosque you know being able to understand some of the cultural references of my Muslim neighbors um, celebrating holidays with them them celebrating Christian holidays with us like again I'm not saying things were perfect but I'm saying generally like folks were able to get along and work together but that was in Addis, in, in Addis Ababa which is the capital city and that was my experience of Ethiopia but then later on growing up and once I came to the U.S. and traveling back I'm seeing that you know I'm understanding like some of the rural areas which are which have the most most of Ethiopians live in a rural area most of them are farmers things like that um they their experience growing like their experience is very different because they're growing up around only their own ethnicity um, and and then I think that our political system has really capitalized on that difference because each individual ethnicity has their own party, political party. And so you can imagine how that's a, a recipe for a, a disaster in some ways. Like, I, I mean, right, like that that's the system that has been adopted for the last 30, 30 some years. Um, and it, it just pains me to know that my country that I leave, I, I love so dearly is going through this right now. And 
and really not being able to have of an outlet honestly like I really don't feel like I can speak to even other Ethiopians about this because it's like everybody's on edge you don't know what one person thinks you don't want to offend the other person you don't want to say something ignorant and all that because yeah like we all really are operating from different histories that we were told our family and honestly like I think that we're all kind of questioning at this point which one is true and which one is not and I want to believe some of the stories that I grew up or what that I grew up with were true or at least like partially true you know that as Ethiopians we can get along we can work together we can have a nation together that we are this very diverse uh, culture but at the same time really know how to get along we could do that and it just really is painful to to imagine that like maybe like we won't like the whole like I mean what's going on right now is pretty much a civil war that's how it's being described by um international human rights organizations and you know in the Tigray region and the Amara region bordering Tigray region people are being displaced people are being killed civilians um but and it's just like I don't know I guess like it seems like in Ethiopia there's every generation has to have a war associated with them and I guess this is our generation this is my generation civil war for Ethiopia and it's such a it's just really heartbreaking honestly that's the best way I can explain it and it just I don't know it's one of those things that makes me feel very uh, immobilized like I don't know what to do I don't know what to say I don't know what is the action I should take I don't know what is the narrative I should amplify I just don't know but I know that when I know that as people are dying that the conflict is creating a human rights crisis um and I just pray that you know I'm not even a praying type but I I don't even know what to say but like I am wishing and hoping for my people to heal from this that these politicians these leaders find ways and common ground to work together and compromise with each other and I'm like super simplifying the situation but that is the way I'm processing it right now and I do think that we all need to really examine like we need to sit and like think through this history that we all have held and we need to figure out which parts were some facts and which parts were not like we really need to have that I I think Ethiopian history needs to be really figured out because um and not not that we're gonna get to a point where we're all gonna just agree and be kumbaya but like there has to be an understanding of some of the pains that have been caused and the harm that has been caused and then after that say okay so what are we gonna do now because right like how are we going to be different how are we going to be better than before um i don't want to live in a even in diaspora that division is there you know and i i I don't know that that is helping us i think in some ways if that was supporting us especially like i feel like i know more about the diaspora community than i know like in depth of what's happening in ethiopia but like how is us being ethnically divided how is us supporting our collective bargaining i think it's cutting our collective bargaining so that doesn't mean we all again don't need to be like kumbaya like we love each other but 
how can we for political reasons at least come together and say hey like we have some shared goals we have some shared pain how can we work together in this new place to move forward but i i am not seeing that right now i feel like there needs to be a lot more healing conversations before we get there um and i know there are people who are doing that right now like i've been able to connect to a a community that i think is from is is coming out of uh Canada so the Ethiopian diaspora community in Canada has a a Facebook group and then they do kind of a conversation and I like the perspective they bring because it's not as loaded it's not as emotional it's more like let's try and understand this it's more coming from a place of moving forward and not blaming and not uh revenge and not pointing fingers and not generalizing ethnicities it's it's a it's a place that I want to be and I want to I want to learn and figure out how to move forward um, and figure out what my responsibility is and what are the privileges that I have and what are the disadvantages that I have in this ecosystem um, I know what that's like being a black person in America I've done a lot of work to understand my privileges and my disadvantage of being a black woman in America and being an immigrant in America but how about my ethnicities and my identities in Ethiopia how has that granted me potentially some privileges and how has it how is it not mirror what's happening in in, in America because America is a very different place than Ethiopia and so how can we understand that and I do think diasporas can have a lot of role in in um in that healing because they already have a lot of political involvement but like how can they have a role in the healing process because at least when we are in the US we're kind of in the same boat like it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are like when you come here you're an immigrant and you don't speak English and a lot of the time our circumstances are very similar in terms of like you know yeah if you come from the capital versus the ruler area like there could be some difference but in comparison to you being an immigrant in a brand new country that is centered on white people that's the equalizer right there and so there is a lot of like uh, a lot of uh, commonalities and a lot of shared experiences and i'm finding that with my program that i run like people of all sort of ethnicity from the Ethiopian community call into the program i've even had folks who are from like different parts of africa call and also spanish speaking people and i wish i could help everyone but that's those are not the language skills that i have so we've been trying to figure out like how can we expand this to other um other cultural groups within Ethiopia and make sure that the resources that I am building and figuring out for the that to be translated to Amharic could also be translated to other cultures if those communities are interested and would want to do that so that's something that I feel like I guess in my own way that's the only thing I can control is the resources that I can build and the resources that I can the 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 um the collaboration that I could build and that's not easy either that's not something that easily comes to us because even in the US people are so divided by ethnicity and by religion and um sometimes i really miss living in addis because that was like 
like I, I don't I know people don't like the melting pot metaphor because of the US but in a sense that's a little bit of what it is and maybe it's not the melting pot as much as like a potluck it's like all these different folks coming together and all of them are just this beautiful cultures and yes there's definitely hierarchy classism there's so many things but there is a vibrancy in the capital that like I just it's just I've never been able to replicate like when I go to the capital Ethiopia I feel like I just blend in and I just blend in and I just miss that and I really hope that I don't ever have to live in a world where I cannot have that because that would be such a loss that just cannot be replicated and not just for me but for millions and millions of people um we are Ethiopia is the second most populous country in Africa which I actually really suddenly found out (laughs) I don't know I didn't even know that but like it makes sense like we are a really large country we are uh, geographically really big but also population really big and our history is so amazing and amazing not in a perfect way but like so much we could learn from ourselves so much that we could share with the world but we cannot do that if what we're doing is just thinking about each of our individual only individual family individual ethnicities and that's how we operate like that's you know that is really a a losing game and so anyways I, I just that I just have to say that because partly I just wanted to process all these news I'm hearing but also I want to share it I put it out there in the world because I know there's other Ethiopians other East Africans other Africans who are feeling the same way especially those in the diaspora like are feeling the same way like they want to be part of the solution they don't want to just like right like it's important what my parents are saying and what their experience is but at the same time I don't need to always just follow it I don't necessarily have to just go with the pain that my parents experienced. I can, I have the privilege of being a newer generation. And so a little bit distance from the pain enough to uh, be able to imagine something new that maybe some of our parents, because they experienced so much pain by their own countrymen, they really can't imagine anything new. So how can we, as the next generation, be those folks who are able to start that new conversation and how much that is tied to our well-being here in the U.S. Um, that's all I wanted to say. Um, I know this is a little bit different than what I usually talk about, but you know, anxious mom is anxious about many things, including civil war in Ethiopia. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk with you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.